Welcome to Happy Right Now, the podcast for female nine-to-fivers working to elevate their mindset and write the book of their heart. I am your host, Rebecca Kelsey Sampson, a fantasy and personal development indie author and marketer. When I joined the writing community, I could see the limiting beliefs holding my fellow authors back, and it became my mission to fight them. Join me for weekly mindset development and claim the transformation waiting inside you. Uh, I am live simultaneously on Facebook and Instagram, so this is going to be totally new. My eyeballs are going to be in all different directions, Uh, so I hope that you guys don't mind. I just wanted to have an easier way for this live stream to be saved on multiple platforms and not have it just disappear after 24 hours. So today we're going to be talking about... Um, for a second, I went blank for a seven, uh, showing up anyway. And this is the topic for HWN episode 14. So I'm really excited about that. How are you guys doing? Everyone on Instagram and on Facebook, let me know a bit about how you're feeling today. Today is January 1st, which is super exciting and a little crazy. Let me try balancing my phone in a different way so I'm not looking in too many different directions because it's already distracting me and I know it's going to be super distracting. So let me try to put it close by. How can I make this disappear a little bit? Okay, well, still a little weird, but we're going to go with it. So, hi! Today's topic, obviously the new year. How are you guys liking the new year? How has it been treating you? Um, Today's going to be a fairly casual episode talking about hope, beer, messing up, screwing up, and still showing up and doing the best that you can because that's definitely a theme that I'm keeping for the new year is that You can't always be perfect, you can't always get it right, and that's a bit difficult at the start of the year to be like, oh, I'm all gun-ho, I'm ready, and then feeling like you screwed up on the first day. It can be a little bit discouraging, so I wanted to make sure that I chatted about it with you guys because I'm sure I'm not the only one that felt that way this morning, and it's funny because I'm starting um, in, you know, new journals and new planners and things like that for the year. And one of the trackers that I'm keeping track of in my journal this year, it's called like a year in pixels where you actually put in um, kind of like bite-sized summaries of how you're feeling every day. So it's like a really fun chart and you fill it in with colors explaining your emotions and then you can look back at the end of the year and see at a glance all of your emotions in this color chart. And I was like trying to think what am I going to put as my color today? And I was like, tired? (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's kind of like a funny place to start January. So let me know in the comments how you guys are doing. Excuse me. Ashley, Brandon, Alyssa, a few other of you guys. Hi, how are you doing today? How was the start of your January? Um, I feel like the start of the year comes with a lot of emotions and just this like hope of like it's the start of something new and who knows what could happen but then if it doesn't continue um or like speed up in a certain way right away it can feel very um like the hope can go down quickly and I definitely don't want 
those feelings to come up. So, hi, Kimberly. Hi, Karen. Good morning, everybody. Oops, did not mean to flip over to show my mug for a second, though that was kind of cool. My mug says I am an author. So the kind of like the hopes that I'm feeling like, so it's the start of the new year, new opportunities. A lot of people make kind of like a joke of like new year, new me. And I actually really resonate with that because I feel like it's an easy demarcation in your life. It's an easy way to start and say, wow, okay, I can start over again. I can be fresh. I can be new. It's this great starting point. And some people make fun of the starting point because you could start technically at any time, but what's a better time than a year that everybody is feeling the same feelings, everybody is reflecting at the same time, and everybody's moving forward in the same similar way. So that has been um, interesting to me. Uh, so Ashley on Instagram says, I'm exhausted and it's the 2nd of January here. You people in the future... And I'm just trying to plan out my goals and resolutions so that they're actually going to be achieved. Yes, I totally understand those feelings where um, I kind of changed the way I was looking at my goals this year, uh, especially because I'll be working with another life coach. So I was trying to plan them out as to what could I accomplish while I'm getting this extra accountability and working with someone that's always on my side and understands what I'm going through. And I had to break up my goals into quarters and that I felt like was helpful so thinking what do I want to accomplish in this chunk of three months how can that lead into what I want to accomplish in the next chunk of three months so that helped me kind of break it up a little bit so that might help you as well but having that kind of like bright-eyed like wow at the end of the year I could be at this point was really inspiring that's something that always really drives like my early agendas I'm always like pretty excited about that but then also part of goal setting comes in with a mixes in with a little bit of fear and fear is beautiful and scary. And Brandon, you said it's been cool so far. I'm glad it's been cool for you. So that fear, fear is a really important emotion and it can teach you so much. So fear can point to what's important. Fear can point to, hey Peggy, uh, fear can point to... Um, what you need to reprioritize and fear can also point to um, what limiting beliefs that you have. So for me, I feel feel a lot of fear about um, you know work-life balance, feeling scarcity. I fear a lot of feel, fear about like can I actually do that? And a lot of that is like finding, proof in your life by accomplishing these smaller things and then those smaller accomplishments build your confidence muscle into hi Allie um into saying how like it builds up and it brings you to this newer point and bigger points and then you find even bigger confidence in what you're capable of and then that kind of gets rid of some fears but then it brings in other ones like I did this once can I do it again so that's another thing that I'm feeling, but what I'm trying to tell myself and what I wanted to share with you guys is showing up anyway, no matter what your fear is. Sorry that the angles are like super weird here, um, but working with being okay with if 
the hopes may not come out the way that you want or the fears push you in a different way than you wanted or being scared but still pressing live anyway, being scared but still deciding to show up, being scared but saying it's better to start than to not do anything. Those are kind of the things that I'm trying to put myself through, especially with draft three of my novel that I've been um, kind of pushing out of fear. I think the past few months, I could have finished it so many different times, but I kept saying, I don't know enough about this, or I don't know enough about that. And while I did learn a lot the past few months, I can see that I decided, I basically told myself I wasn't capable of finishing and I didn't do it out of fear. And I said, I made excuses for myself of being too tired, too this, too that. So it's just kind of interesting to me and putting together all of those thoughts into a way that says, I don't care if I don't do it right. I care about actually doing it. And the more that you decide to just do things, the more that you do, the more that you learn and get better at it and grow that muscle like we were talking about with confidence. So those are just some of the things that I was feeling, um, being okay with the process and then moving from that point to develop more processes, if that makes sense. So <laughs> a lot of random things happened in the past, like, what has it been, like 10 minutes of me just rambling? Uh, <laughs> Ashley said, work-life balance is definitely a big driver of fear. Also the fear of people reading my book and judging it or not liking it. I understand that, but I will be published one day and that will be enough. Yes, it's, um, hi Allie. I see you, yes, on Facebook. How are you doing today? Um, it totally makes sense to have fear of those things and fear of judgment. And fear of judgment is totally normal because you're writing is such a vulnerable thing. And fear of judgment is also something that gets easier with time and actually in letting yourself be judged, which is like really scary. Pretty much every single fear you have to push out there and face that fear anyway to actually get over it, which is something that's difficult. But I understand how you feel about the fear of judgment, especially because books are something that you really pour your vulnerability, your opinions, your heart and soul into. And then after you do that, it's in this permanent form that feels like it can never be fixed. And it's just, it's out there in this like snapshot of who you were at that moment. And that's really powerful. And then it feels like a judgment on you rather than a judgment on the work. But something really beautiful comes out of being open for judgment and showing up anyway. A few other comments here. Peggy agrees with that. Brandon says, the hardest part about 2018, leading up to my book release as well. Yep. I try to look at it as a learning experience. Everything, if you look at everything as a learning experience, then it, magic happens because that growth mindset is really important. So I'm glad that you see that. Um, keeping it manageable, yeah. <laughs> manageable, manageable stuff feels overwhelming at times. I understand that because manageable is subjective. Realistic is subjective. All of the language that we use to say, you know, don't stretch too far, 
pretty much all of that is subjective. So where we start with and where we will end at the end of the year, a lot of people are going to say that's not a realistic jump. Like if I, like I hope <laughs> one of my goals is to be a Amazon bestseller at the end of the year and looking at what I'm doing right now and then saying this is the future of a bestseller. Sometimes that kind of like percolates in me and I'm like is that really realistic Rebecca just say you're going to be a bestseller within a year but all of those small steps taking a small step every day showing up every day leads to those bigger goals in a way that if you did something a little bit here and a little bit there so all of that comes together there's a quote um, what you do every day matters more than what you do every once in a while and I think that that really pertains a lot to New Year's resolutions and starting out the year is believing that you are capable because you're taking steps every day. And sometimes you need rest. So every day doesn't have to mean literally, but what you do most days out of your life is more important. So those are some of the things, thoughts related to that I was having. Um, and it feels so hot in here for some reason. I feel like I need to turn on AC. Showing up is vital. Yes. Having a purpose, something to aim for means you'll be successful. If you kind of like throw spaghetti at the wall, I agree, Peggy. If you throw spaghetti at the wall, you know, having bursts, this is how I used to live my life, having just bursts of doing things where I would be like, here I am, here I am, here I am, here I am. And I would show up in a big way for like a week or two. And then I would not do anything for a month. And then it would be like another week of like burst of energy and then nothing for weeks. And that made it very hard for me to succeed at any of the things that I was doing because it wasn't a regular commitment and regular commitment is where you make growth. So those are some of the things that I've definitely learned. And one of my intentions for 2019 is to just show up and try to make those commitments every day, even if sometimes it doesn't always feel like the way that I would have intended, it's better to do it than to not do it, if that makes sense. So that's why I'm having, I'm trying something new today. I'm live on Facebook and on Instagram, and I definitely need to work on the webcam angle because I feel like I'm, other than like on Instagram, I have like half of the screen empty, and then on Facebook, I'm like, part of my head is cut off and things are looking crazy, but it's been having, being live on both platforms is something I've been wanting to try for a while. So I'm going to experiment with it a bit and upload this kind of casually on the podcast and see how that feels just to make sure that I'm putting myself out there every day. And sometimes you need to hear something in a certain way that you may not even realize you need to hear it. On my podcast for a while, a lot of the early episodes are me scripting out feelings and putting them into a pretty package and then recording them and then editing them to be a tighter, prettier package. And I love it and I love how that looks and I love that finished product, but I can't let that stop me from sharing a message that I feel like I need to share also because sometimes you need to hear something, a certain phrase will really grab onto you and it will happen just sporadically like as if it were magic and that is harder to capture sometimes. So 
I was hoping maybe some magic would strike, but we'll see how that goes. So Peggy wants to write every day. That's wonderful, Peggy, even if it's 100 words. I have a similar goal um, as well. Brandon, the big thing is that we all don't realize what we are capable of. Yes, you never know what you can do if you take one small step. That is completely true because each step builds on the other. And there's an episode of my podcast um, about time. I think it's episode 13 or 12, um, where we don't know what our next moments are. We only know now. And if we aren't willing to put in the work now, would we do it later? And I think that's very important. Um, showing Ashley, finding the time to write. I have a question for you there. Is it finding the time or is it making the time? Because those are two very different things. And I'm committing to myself this year to make the time to write because I want to be published and I want to do it in a way that makes me happy. And I'm going to make the time to make that reality mine by doing a little bit every day, even if it is like Peggy said, 100 words or 50 words, I need to make sure that I'm making progress so that I can actually reach the things that I want to do. And sometimes that means not watching TV or sleeping a little bit less. I'm trying to work on that habit though, because I do want to make sure that I'm sleeping it the good amount every day, or if not, I won't be able to function and drive safely. Um, but deciding what's the most important to you, and it's okay if writing isn't that right now, but deciding what's most important to you and making time for that and sacrificing, putting aside other things so that those things that are important can happen, that's very different than finding snippets and pockets of time Um, Because you could find time while you're waiting in line at the grocery store and you can put down a few notes uh, while you're writing, but you could also decide to have your grocery shipped to you and write the whole hour you would have spent at the grocery store. You never know. You can find what works. Um, Piggy, how badly do you want to write your story? We all have pockets of time we can use to write in. Yes. And sometimes it's like the sneaky, oh, I have an idea. And then you like run to the bathroom and you type something out on your phone. Like it's funny, the little sporadic inspirations that pop in your your day and making sure that you capitalize on them is really important. So I am going to head out, you guys. I just wanted to kind of put those thoughts out into the world and do it on the Jan- on January 1st because I know that some of you guys might need it. So thank you for joining this impromptu podcast slash live show slash weird thought dump that came to my head, but I just felt like this was something I needed to share today and I hope that you guys are doing well. I'm about to go watch the Doctor Who New Year's Eve special. <laughs> You showed up today for your success. Congratulations, world creator. To get the most out of HWN, join the newsletter. As a thank you, you'll receive for free the chapter planner and scene planner that I use for my own novels. Sign up for your free gift at rebeccaksampson.com slash join. 
It will be linked in the show notes. If what you heard today helped you and you think it will help your other writerly friends, please share this episode on social media. Take a screenshot right now. Tag me on Instagram and Twitter. My username is at Rebecca K. Sampson. As you know, reviews help authors and there is no difference here. Leave a review on your favorite podcast app to help spread the word. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. I sincerely appreciate your time.